0: Welcome to How To Do Marketing Snack Time. I'm your host, Jane Hilsden, and each week I'm going to share out little nuggets of marketing insight, actionable tips, and a marketing opinion or two that will help you get the best bang for buck with your small business marketing. Hello and welcome to this episode of Snack Time. For those of you who are watching the video version of this, um, I apologize I'm coming to you on a Sunday well I'm kind of sorry not sorry Um, coming to you on a Sunday and um, I'm just in the just finishing up with a three-week bout of bronchitis haven't been sick for ages but it's been a pretty stressful time in my business in over the last couple of months and I think sometimes it's really important to show up as an authentic business owner and business leader, which, um, you know, just goes to show that sometimes not everything is rosy. In fact, a good deal of the bloody time, not everything is rosy. But we push on, we persevere because we have persistence. For those of you who are listening to the audio, you can probably hear that um, bronchitis in my voice. But uh, look, I'm I'm uh, on the mend. I'm getting better. But uh, podcast schedules do not wait, people. So I need to uh, to persist with getting um, my my published content out. So welcome <laughs> to this episode. Um, And and today we're actually going to be talking about forecasting, um, forecasting your marketing spend in particular, because this is a question I get asked a lot. How much should I be spending? And I know I've already done a snack time episode about this, um, but I'm just going to kind of go through a bit of a formula here around how to um how to set aside um you know certain amount of uh, certain um, certain amounts I should say of your marketing spend for certain activities. So there's one thing, it's one thing to kind of outline how much money in total you're going to put towards your marketing spend for the next financial year, given that we're, we're coming up to, to June 30, I just assumed that there, there would be a few of you who are kind of revising and looking at your budgets and, and, and hopefully kind of looking back to see what money you did spend on marketing this year and um. Uh, you know, implementing some of those learnings, or or even thinking about some of the goals and objectives that you have for next year, um, and how your marketing budget might help to to achieve those. So, obviously, finance is definitely not my strong point, but but I know one of the things that we will do when we're, we're looking at, at forecasts and budgets is we look to see you know how how investments have been spent and if they've been spent. Well, can we look at any cost savings, um, and what about the opportunities that that lie ahead for us? Um, so, when you're looking back at your marketing this for the for the previous financial year, for in this case, it will be for 1920. Um, it's report, important to kind of review that um, with uh, with a return on investment. Um, you know, head frame, headspace in in mind. So, look at the money that you've spent on tactical marketing activities, such as advertising, social media marketing, events, all of that sort of stuff, and try and kind of link that not just to your bottom line return, because there should have been some marketing activity that it was assigned specifically to driving bottom line returns, so sales, um, increasing profit, etc. But also we need to kind of look at how that spend has contributed to bigger picture stuff such as brand, um, such as, you know, building a customer base of repeat and loyal customers. Those sorts of things um, are absolutely important in in your marketing ecosystem, not as easy to measure, but... They shouldn't, the longer-term goals shouldn't be left off your marketing budget and your marketing spending considerations just because you can't actually see that direct return on your on your financial reports that, that you're reviewing. Okay, so when you're measuring your marketing, we're not going to just measure the sales. We're going to take a much more holistic approach to your marketing measurement. and. <laughs> And for all of those reasons that I've just said, we're also going to be thinking about this for planning ahead for for the next 12 months. And the reason why we need to take a much more holistic look at this is that there's several steps involved to get a prospective client to buy from you. There's a journey that people must go through. The the marketing funnel, which I've spoken about so many times on this podcast before, consists of people becoming aware of your business Then considering your business and building trust that your business is the right solution for the problem that they have. And then once they know, like, and trust your business or your brand, your prospective client feels more comfortable to buy. And it doesn't stop there. The cost efficiencies in getting previous or existing clients to buy more from you versus acquiring new customers are Significant. You know, this is one of those cost savings that you can review in your budgeting. How can we save money? Well, you can save money by not going out to new customers all the time to take them all the way through the journey. Why don't you look at the, that rich pool of customers that have already purchased from you or clients that you're already serving and seeing what you can do with them? You know, can you inspire them to be spreading? more word of mouth more effective word of mouth can you be getting them to upscale their purchase from you um, upgrade their purchase from you depending on what you sell Um, so when you're planning for your your marketing investment for the year ahead let's make sure that depending on what your goals are we're assigning that marketing budget not just as a lump sum okay you know here's 50 grand, 200 grand, whatever your budget is for, for marketing that, you know, tick, we've, we've we've assigned that budget. But actually, where are we actually going to prioritize that spend? And that comes back to understanding what your business priorities are over the next 12 months. So check back in with those. What are your overarching business objectives for the next 12 months? Then. Think about how that would transform into marketing objectives and goals. So, example, if you feel that your brand and your business are not very well known in your community, then you might need to actually assign more of your marketing budget to awareness generation activities. Uh, If you feel like you've got a well-known brand, but you simply need to increase your revenue, then your marketing spend might prioritize activity that drives more conversion activity, or more repeat business from previous or existing clients. So to do this, whenever we're putting any of this kind of marketing priority, tactical priority in place, we always refer back to our marketing ecosystem, which is essentially a, um, a funnel um, that outlines that, that prospective client or customer's journey as they become aware of your business to all the way to to a loyal advocate of your business. Um, If you decide that you need to to build awareness, for example, you might need, this is honestly, this this is the thing that can sometimes cost the most because we're trying to get in front of new people multiple times. You can't just show up Um, in front of new people and expect them to remember you and get to know you and like you and trust you just with one, you know, bit of marketing material. This is where we need frequency um, and we need to get it in front of as many of your target audience. We're not just talking about as many people, random people as possible, as many of your target audience as, as possible. So these can be things like print or radio, maybe TV if that's relevant to your audience. Um, social media, outdoor advertising. It could be bus advertising, depending on on where your business is at, and uh, if if you're kind of going for local area marketing plan, or or if you're going for a more national approach. But yeah, this is the bit that's quite expensive. So if if you really do feel that getting new customers on board is integral to your business priority, you might need to really assign a good portion of your marketing budget to making sure that you get that kind of activity in front of enough people um, enough times. Um, there' be there'd, there'd even things like um, local sponsorship, Um, Or even consider marketing partnerships here as well. They can be quite um, cost-effective ways of getting in front of new people um, that, that represent your target audience. Um, if you think that actually you've you've got you know enough people coming in, you've got got enough out there that's actually get, helping people to get to to know you, and you need to get some more activity out there that actually provides context to your business. So this allows people to actually deep dive a little bit more into your into your story and into your business and into your brand. This is where we might start considering, like if you're a professional service. You might start considering some thought leadership content. And, again, this has to be regular. Don't just show up once on LinkedIn and think that's ticked. Um, You might want to do some information seminars, run some information seminars. If you've got like a tactical um, product, you might actually run some pop-up shops. You know, give people a chance to really get to know your product and get to feel that and get to understand how your product or service fits into their life. Um, If you feel like you've kind of got enough stuff out there creating awareness about your business and you've got some touch points out there that allow people to kind of get to know your business without any strings attached, um, but you actually need to actually increase those conversions of all these people that are now starting to get to know and like your business, this is when we can start reviewing your website to ensure that it's really differentiating you from your competitors but also that it's providing people with a compelling reason to buy. So you might look at the, the storytelling component of your website. Like ha- have you got enough emotive touch points on your website that really drive people into to your story and and connect with them at an an emotive level you know a lot of small business websites don't do this they simply kind of have this information about what they sell and some contact details for you to find them Um, you know, if everyone in your market has that, well, then you're kind of competing with 10 other people that look just like you. So, what can you do at your website? You know, there might be some investment that's needed in a brand video or maybe some, you know, explainer style videos. Maybe there's some case studies that you want to create, you know, really compelling case studies that you can publish on your website um, to actually help people really um, you know, make the decision essentially that that you're the one they want to spend with. Um, now, if you if you're looking at your customer base going, mate, that's a gold mine just there. You know, if we just turned to them to see what the opportunities are, then you know, a really cost-effective way to do this is in if you're not doing this already is to to start having an email marketing newsletter or an email marketing campaign that goes out on a regular basis to these people to keep front of mind. We do this with a lot of our small businesses all the time and people really appreciate it. In fact, most of our professional service clients who are doing this, we're emailing their clients once every couple of months, they'll get open rates of over 40%. Their customers actually really want to hear the stories that they have to tell so what we're not doing is turning up and just selling. You know, every time we drop into their inbox, we're, we're turning up and giving you know stories, telling them stories about what's happening in the office, about our team, our staff, how we're getting involved in the community. We're sharing helpful blog articles. That's a super, super cost-effective way, and I can't tell you the importance and the power of of that small thing just to keep you know front of mind with with your existing clients. And look, you know, there's obviously a billion marketing activities that you can implement to help you, you know, take your prospects on that buying journey. Um, the important thing though, is to make sure that you're forecasting enough marketing investment to address each of those step. So, there's not a lot of point creating an abundance awareness about your business if you're not catering for how you'll convert this awareness. So, for example, Don't go racking up, you know, the radio campaigns, the print ads, you know, the tens of thousands of dollars worth of Facebook ads. If you're driving them back to a website that is altogether underwhelming because you've run out of marketing budget, because you spent it all on on awareness, you know, make sure that you've put the investment into the conversion point to make sure that all the money spent up in awareness is not going to be wasted as you take people through that marketing Mm -hmm. journey. Um, I've I've published the ben- benchmarks of of marketing budgets and what you should spend. Before look, what we go with is if you if you're projecting a certain amount of revenue for the next twelve months, if you've got aggressive go- growth goals, like I'd be sitting around the ten percent mark. If you're in a, like a really competitive market, um, and and have some growth goals, ten percent of that projected revenue I would set aside for your marketing. If, however, you're in a pretty cruisy place right now, but you just really want to make sure that you're, you're still investing in building that brand and keeping front of mind um, and staying relevant and um, visible with, with, within your community and within your customers, then you can probably go around the 3 to 5% mark. I do urge you to consider your marketing budget really carefully. Um, and think about what those priorities are for your business and where you might need to spend that marketing so that next year when it comes to june and you're re, you know reassessing this this again you've got some some really kind of clear um, clear guidelines to review this by and um, if you've if you've set the objective of awareness and you've measured to see whether you're gained that awareness if you've set the object you know if you've set the objective and invested in in increasing the amount of conversions you can look back and review whether you've done that just helps you make much better decisions for the next financial year i hope that's helpful happy reviewing happy end of financial year almost and we'll speak to you soon Thanks so much for listening to How To Do Marketing Snack Time. If you are enjoying these episodes, please do subscribe to ensure that you don't miss a trick. And if all of this talk about marketing is getting you thinking about how you can get the best results for your business, Head on over to the Dragonfly Marketing website at dragonflymarketing.com.au and check out our Academy program. The How to Do Marketing Academy has been designed to give small business owners just like you the clarity, consistency, confidence, as well as the community that you need to ensure that your marketing helps your business grow. There's three levels of access and each level is packed with value. We are taking in new members now, so go and check it out. Until next time, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production.